The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. If you wish to attract higher levels of good health, personal and interpersonal relationships, and a deeper connection with spirit, you've tuned in at the right time and to the right place. This is Awakened Hearts with Rebecca and Boyd Campbell. In our program, we'll provide intuitive readings, insight, and guidance to help you connect with spirit and experience more from life. Now, here are your hosts, Rebecca and Boyd Campbell. Welcome, everyone. We are thrilled that you have joined us here today. We are your hosts, Rebecca Campbell. And Boyd Campbell. And you are listening to Awakened Hearts on the 7th Wave channel of Voice America Talk Radio. You can contact us by email, hello at sundrahealing.com, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, connect with us on LinkedIn, add us on Google+, and of course, visit our website, sundrahealing.com. Today we have William Lee Rand here, and he is going to be guiding us through our journey today as we explore the world of Reiki. Uh, welcome, William. It's a pleasure to have you on the show yes, today. welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Great being here. Now, William, how can our listeners reach you? Would that be through your website? Sure, the website. Uh, very easy, Reiki.org. That's it, Perfect. Reiki.org. Just uh, go there and everything's there. Our address, phone numbers, everything. Awesome. Reiki.org. Okay, wonderful. Mm-hmm. So we are very excited to hear from you today. Um, we love Reiki. Of course, it's a, it's a foundation for Boyd and I in our lives. Yeah, it's our way of life for sure. And really? what we were, yeah, what we were hoping is that you could uh, just start by maybe sharing with our listeners what Reiki actually is. Sure. Yeah, well, Reiki is a Japanese technique for stress reduction and relaxation and also promotes healing. And it's done with a traditional style laying out of hand. So it's just a light touch that um, the practitioner does with the client. The client lays fully clothed on a massage table. And there are positions around the head, the shoulders, the abdomen, and the legs and feet. And it's just a light touch is held there by the practitioner. And during that time, uh, life energy, which is energy, of course, that all living things can have, flows through the practitioner into the client and fills them with uh, an abundance of life energy. So uh, life energy is uh, something that we need to be alive. And uh, we know if we have a lot of it because we have a lot of energy. So uh, when our life force is high, we are happy and strong and confident and we're, able, we're very capable of uh, doing whatever we'd like to do. But when it's weak, then we feel tired and down, depressed, uh, lack confidence and so forth. So Reiki is just a method of boosting that back up. And, of course, that uh, also empowers the immune system, so it helps you stay well. It fights colds and flus and um, helps you uh, be strong and also creative and vital, alive, awake, alert. So um, it's just a tremendous energy. Mm. Yeah, I I totally agree. Um, it has been life changing for myself and for a lot of people around me. Yeah, for sure. That it, uh, it helps on so many levels. Uh, is there anything um, special about Reiki um, that you'd like to be able to tell or tell us um, oh, how it sure. flows through? There's quite a few special things about it. Uh, <laughs> one of the things that kind of uh, surprised me is that it's very easy to learn. So a lot of the uh, techniques that come from uh, the, uh, you know, from Asia uh, often take months or years to, to uh, practice to be able to do. But Reiki is something that is different because you learn the ability uh, through an attunement. It's not something that you actually learn in the usual way of learning something, but you receive it as a gift during the class through a special ceremony called an attunement. And during the attunement, the teacher will um, do a process gently touching your shoulders and the head and the hands and the other things that they'll be doing. And it automatically transfers this wonderful Reiki energy into the student. 
and sort of turns it on, like flipping a switch. And then after that, the student has Reiki. And uh, immediately after that, they can put their hands on people, and the energy will just start flowing all by itself. It guides itself, and there are various hand positions, as I was saying. And the person can start doing treatments right away. So just in a weekend class, a person actually can become a healer and be very effective in, in what they're doing. So that's one of the, I think, really special things about it. it can, it's so easy to learn. You don't have to have a background in meditation or uh, martial arts or anything like that at all. Anyone who wants to learn, just come take a class and you'll be a healer. So no can. prerequisites whatsoever other than a willingness to learn. That's it. You just it's All it takes is that you, you want to receive it, you want to learn it, and um, it's quite simple. So this this is uh, something that would be good for for anybody, I guess. You, know, you don't have to be like a guru or doing meditation or anything like that. It's something that can be accessed by or given to anybody of any age. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, virtually anyone can do it. Uh, you know, business people, salespeople, um, doctors, even nurses, and um, um, auto mechanics. Anyone really. Um, can learn how to do it. It doesn't take any uh, special ability, really. And, uh, of course, you know, some people do have ability, and they're meditators or they're uh, involved with yoga or something like that, and, of course, they do really well with it. But anyone can take the class, and, uh, it, you know, it's very simple to learn. So um, also anyone basically of any age, uh, of course, um, what we say is a person, <laughs> a child, let's say, uh, can learn it, but they have to be old enough to understand what Reiki is and actually express a desire to learn it, it's not something that you would uh, ethically you would want to force on someone or give to a, a child that would be too young to know what's going on. Uh, so, mm-hmm. you know, uh, one, of the things, one of the things about uh, Reiki is it does respect free will, and we feel that uh, free will is really the foundation of higher consciousness, and it must be respected. So it's for anyone who would want it and request it. So um, virtually anyone can... You know, that does want to receive it can, can, can learn how to do Reiki. Yeah. Absolutely. I have found that uh, I uh, teach kids classes with the Yusui Reiki, and I have found that, you know, I have to kind of put an age group uh, out there as a starting point, but it's very dependent on the individual child themselves. It's, age doesn't necessarily mean anything as far as where they're at and, and what they're ready and, and willing to learn and, and to do. Yeah, that's right. And usually with uh, uh, classes for children, uh, what the teacher will do, and I'm not sure how you do it, but uh, the, uh, they'll invite the, the uh, parent, one of the parents, to come with the child, and then both of them would take the class, and that way the parent takes care of the child during the class, rather than trying to, you know, take care of, you know, five or ten children at the same time that may want to stand up or go play or go to sleep or something. Um, the parent would be there taking care of them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. A lot of times we have um, the parents will come and take the full uh, adult class as well so that the whole family starts to be able to um, get involved together at home and be doing the Reiki. And it's really amazing. Yeah. yeah. So I'm wondering um, if uh, um, the, the World Peace Grids, uh, I know I've participated in, in uh, connecting to some of these, can you can you tell us uh, what these are, what they're used for, and um, how people can sure. interact with them? Oh yeah, yeah. Basically, the World Peace Grid is a system that um, I was inspired to get involved with, and it has to do with world peace, and it has to do with uh, Reiki energy or healing energy. And so, um, I had heard of someone that had gone to the North Pole to meditate, and I thought, wow, that's really exciting. I, I'd like to do that myself. And I uh, started thinking about it, and I thought, well, maybe I should, you know, I'm going to go all the way to the North Pole. And I thought, well, maybe I should do something more than just meditate. So I thought, I'll leave some crystals. And I thought, well, that's okay, but maybe, I thought, maybe I'll hook them together with copper wires. And I thought, well, that's not quite right. And I thought, well, there's, there's got to be like a special piece of artwork. So I knew a person that was a jeweler and uh, really good with uh, working with metal. And so we worked together to create what we call the World Peace Grid. And it's about a foot in diameter. It's made of solid copper, and it's uh, plated with nickel for protection and 24-karat gold on the surface. And it's got 12 petals, and if you're familiar with the chakra system, the 12 petals, uh, uh, 12 petals is for the heart chakra. So it's for the heart, which, of course, is love and harmony and peace. 
And uh, inscribed on the peace grid are the, the uh, major religions, of, symbols for the major religions of the world. And it also includes independent spiritual paths, and as well as agnostics and atheists. So it's like including everybody. And then the inscription says, May the followers of all religions and spiritual paths work together to create peace among all people on earth. And mm. that's basically um, the concept, and it's based on the idea that every religion is very powerful. But as long as the religions are fighting among themselves or saying that we're the best religion or the only religion, well, then it kind of creates uh, chaos. But if they could all work together, then we would have peace on earth very quickly. So Yes. Uh, yeah, so I went up in uh, May of 97, went to the North Pole, had a lot of adventures getting up there, and interesting things happened, <laughs> and I was able to... I'll uh, place the peace grid there at the North Pole. Uh, the North Pole uh, is covered with um, an ice cap that's only maybe 6 to 12 feet thick. In the summer, it kind of melts. So I set that one up so that um, when the ice melted, I had a float, and it would kind of float down to the bottom of the Arctic Ocean, which is 14,000 feet deep. So uh, that oh, was like wow. up there. <laughs> yeah, and... Uh, so I put that one up, and I thought, you know, I was flying back, and I got back home, and I thought, you know, that's great, I did that, but, you know, it's kind of lopsided. I just got one at the North Pole, but one without the South Pole. So I started to think, well, I'm going to have to go down to the South Pole, too. So, of course, I, I am really into adventure, and I like hiking and outdoor activities and things like that, and I thought, wow, you know, South Pole. So um, I had another one made, and then uh, planned that one, got, went down there in December of 99, and... Uh, went down to the South Pole and put that one down there in Antarctica and uh, buried that one also. That's a glacier, though, about two miles thick. And uh, in, uh, there's a three inches of accumulation every year, so it gets three inches thicker. So over time, it just goes deeper and deeper down into the glacier. So by now, it's about uh, four feet deep down in the in the ice. <laughs> so uh, anyway, it's pretty cool. uh, what I did, though, when I put, took each one is I... Uh, did uh, prayers and did Reiki with the grid, and then also took a photograph of each one. And, uh, you know, they also have the quartz crystals on each of the petals. Now, quartz is uh, kind of a, a, like a psychotronic generator, and what it does is it can absorb uh, spiritual energies but also transmit them. And so because we have the pictures, it allows people to meditate with them and to send Reiki to them uh, with what we call distant Reiki, and then charge them up for world peace. And so because of that, and because they're at, at, at the north and south pole, the, the magnetic field of the Earth is flowing right through them, and it's sort of modulating the magnetic field of the Earth for world peace as it goes down through the Earth and out around, uh, you know, surrounding the Earth. So the energy around the Earth is being modulated for world peace by the peace grids. Mm, That's amazing. That. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, took, I did those two, and then in, um, I had a, a friend come over from Israel and take a class with me, and he invited me back to Israel, so I went back there and uh, went back to the old city of Jerusalem, and uh, I found that that is the most powerful spiritual place I have ever been in my life. And it's surrounded by this wall, and uh, it's got the you know, three ma uh, major monotheistic religions, uh, Judaism, Christianity, and, and Muslim. And um, you know, there's... there's site, the, you know, the focus, the focal point for their religions, and the energies there are phenomenal, the spiritual energies. So I thought, wow, you know, wouldn't it be great to teach a class here, and then uh, I could also maybe somehow put a peace grid around here somewhere. And uh, so, you know, uh, my friend, my sponsor, you know, uh, found a place I could teach. It was in an art gallery, and I thought, wow, that is a perfect place to leave a peace grid. So... I was able to go teach the class there and then leave the peace grid in the art gallery right in the old city. So we've got one there, too. So it's uh, working with that little focal point there of the three monotheistic religions and, you know, helping them to, you know, bring about world peace as well. And then I have one on my home in, on Maui and my home in Michigan as well. So, um, mm, Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you yeah. for, for taking the initiative and, and creating those, William, that we can all be a part of it. Well, I appreciate that, and I really enjoyed doing it too. So, how how do we um, uh, become? How do we join in on that? Uh, doing the grid. Actually, well, if I can just stop that. for one moment, uh, we're going to go to a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to have you explain to us, William, how uh, everybody out here who would like to get involved with those grids can do so. So, sure. okay. uh, we will uh, see you all back here on the other side of two minutes. 
Factor Healing offers services at our location in Leduc, Alberta, as well as distance services worldwide. At our location, we offer Reiki therapy, massage therapy, chakra balancing, crystal healing, intuitive readings, third eye activation, and past life regression. Distance services include Reiki therapy, crystal grids for healing and manifestation, and intuitive readings. We also offer classes and workshops of all kinds, either at our location or at yours. Check out SunderHealing.com. Have you found your life has changed because of Reiki? We want to share your story. How has Reiki energy healed your life and the life of your loved ones? Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity to share your light with others. Your story is powerful, and it could forever change someone else's life in a positive way. For more details, visit the Your Story page of our website at sundrahealing.com. You could become a part of a book or be selected as a guest on Awakened Hearts. That's SunderHealing.com and click on Your Story. You are listening to Awakened Hearts. To call in and connect to Rebecca and Boyd Campbell on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to hello at SunderHealing.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back. We are continuing with our topic of Reiki, and we have William Lee Rand here with us today. Thank you, William. You're welcome. Just before the break, Boyd was going to ask you a question. Yes. Um, we're, we're talking, we were talking about the, the World Peace Grids, and um, if I wanted to, to per, uh, participate in this, how would I go about doing that, William? Well, there's a couple ways you can do it. Uh, you can go to our website, reiki.org, R-E-I-K-I.org. Go there, homepage, and then over on the left side, you'll see uh, the World Peace Project. And you just click on that link, and you'll go to the World Peace page. And uh, you'll see, it'll describe the whole project, and there'll be uh, pictures of me at the North and South Pole and in Jerusalem and so forth. But there's also a free download. So you can actually download an image of the North Pole Peace Grid, and then you could print it on your home printer, and for free you'd have a, a picture that you could use and, you know, take part in our meditation. Uh, also, you can order um, our cards. We've got a set of the, the five cards, the, you know, each of the peace grids, the North Pole, South Pole, Jerusalem, Maui, and, and Michigan. And uh, you could order those cards. Just, we just charge a dollar for them, and uh, we send them out to people. And uh, also, you can do- you can download them for free. So there's a free download. You can download all the cards for free and print them on your printer and kind of cut them out, and you have uh, the images of all of them. And uh, just uh, let you know that so far there's been over 380,000 downloads of the Holy cow. So 380,000. So um, probably not That's all wonderful. of them are in use, but, you know, even if, you know, half of them were being used, it's just an, a phenomenal number of people they're involved with the project. So anyway, you can download them there. And then uh, what we do, if you then uh, give us your email address, and there's a little box for you to insert it on our website on the homepage, then uh, we will be sending out a notice and letting you know when, when the uh, group meditation will take place. And so every month, uh, in the middle of the month on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. in your time zone, then uh, you know people are meditating and sending uh, healing energy, Reiki, to the peace grids, or just sending positive thoughts or uh, love and kindness and so forth to them. And um, with that many people joining in, there's just a tremendous surge of peace and calm and love and uh, so forth that comes through. And so people can join in and become part of that, the whole group of people across the world that are doing it all at the same time. That's beautiful. Beautiful, yeah. yes. I've, um with the, with this peace grid, William, have you ever seen? Um, well, I guess what results? I guess have you seen anything in particular that comes to mind? Well, uh, people say that when they meditate with it, uh, they just have an overwhelming feeling of peace, and some people have actually felt healing from it as well. Just taking part in the in the project. And this, uh, perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. William, I wondered if you could explain to us. You have. Uh, developed a couple different styles of Reiki, to my understanding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, how were you able to do that, or how did that come about? 
Yeah. Well, you know, before I got involved with Reiki, um, was just after high school, actually, I, I became very interested in metaphysics, and I decided that I wanted to learn as much as I possibly could. And I decided that it was, you know, it was very serious. So I decided I would uh, work with a particular school or group or book or whatever it was I was learning from until I could do whatever it was they were teaching and do it fairly well and then go on to another teacher or school or book. And so over that period of time, I did quite a bit of um, uh, learning and uh, worked with the Rosicrucians. Uh, they're a metaphysical school. Then uh, Concept Therapy, they're down in Texas. And then I became a professional astrologer and did sessions, taught classes and so forth. And, uh, and when I was in Hawaii, I had the good fortune of being invited by a kahuna, which is the shaman of the Hawaiian culture, to work with him and do astrology for him and for his clients and uh, take his classes and so forth. So learned all about uh, the kahunas of Hawaii, what they do, worked with him for about a year. And I got involved with past life regression therapy and rebirthing and neurolinguistic programming. So I had quite a good background, a broad background in metaphysics, and then I learned about Reiki. So uh, when I got involved with Reiki, I already had a pretty good background. And so when I um, worked with the energy, I realized that it was really stronger than any other energy I'd worked with before, even than what the kahuna was using. And um, because, you know, you can learn it very easily, and it guides itself. It's very powerful. So... Very happy I'd learned it. And uh, when I learned it, though, I realized, you know, I had other healing energies that I had worked with prior to that, but then when I learned Reiki, I realized, well, hey, this is even stronger. And I started thinking about, well, is, you know, is there any limit to this? And what, you know, can you get something even stronger than this, more effective? And uh, so my attitude always had been that, well, this was something that uh, could have continued to grow in effectiveness and evolve and so forth. Now, um, in uh, my research uh, and in looking into the history of Reiki, I discovered that actually that was the original intention of the founder, Osui Sensei, who developed Reiki, and that was back in 1922 in Japan. And uh, he had six levels. The, The lowest level was six and the highest was one, but he deliberately placed himself at number two to indicate that there was more than what he had. And he also said that uh, the main purpose uh, of a Reiki practitioner was to continually refine their channel so that they could channel ever higher and more refined frequencies of Reiki. And that was his mm-hmm. philosophy. And so um, that confirmed what I had originally thought, you know, once we had discovered that. And so um, what happened was uh, I... Uh, people began bringing symbols to me that were not symbols I had seen before, and so I kept copies of them. And also they bring, bring different attunement methods that uh, they were using, and I kept you know, the records of those as well. And at first I wasn't really that interested in them, but uh, people kept asking me about these different symbols until finally I told them, well, you know, so-and-so is teaching them, go over there, and you should you know, just learn it from them. And uh, they said, uh, they came back and said, well, we went there and we don't, we don't like them so much as a teacher, but we want you to learn these symbols and teach them to us. <laughs> so I thought, wow, that's a pretty, pretty direct kind of guidance. And um, so I thought, well, I'd better do that. So then I called together my best students and we uh, said prayers asking for guidance and that we would create a system that would be effective and powerful and useful to people. And so we put together what came to be known as Karuna Reiki. And Karuna Reiki has uh, eight treatment symbols and uh, several master symbols. And so we began practicing that. I thought it was just, you know, another type of Reiki similar to a Sui. But then people started saying, well, hey, this is different energy. It's more powerful than what we were doing with a Sui Reiki. And I thought, wow, <laughs> that, you know, my, uh, my aspiration is, is coming true without me even, you know, deliberately trying to do it. Just I was praying, you know, to, for, to be guided in this. And so we created Karuna Reiki, and uh, we're working with that. Now, also, in my uh, studies, basically, I always made it a point to find the best uh, clairvoyant readers I could find and go to them, but not to find out if I was going to win the lottery or, you know, get married, but actually what was going on with my energy field and what, what did I need to do to evolve and grow and become more spiritual. And so I worked with them, and uh, they were helping me, and I settled with one person. Her name was Janice Jones. And uh, she was at first working with Sai Baba and Jesus. And Sai Baba was a guru from India who recently, several years ago, passed on. And then she began just working with Jesus. And this isn't the religious Jesus at all. It's the, uh, the Jesus, the master, the spiritual master. 
And um, so then he began actually uh, helping me with my Reiki classes, making the energy stronger, more effective, and increasing the strength of the attunement. And so over time, that, you know, continued to evolve until finally I got a, um, a, I had a reading that was saying basically there's a new energy and would I be willing to receive it and accept it? And I said yes. And so that came in. It was called Holy Fire. And apparently that's an energy that's been around for, you know, thousands of years. And this Holy Fire energy, you know, we started using it and we just had phenomenal results. And people were saying this, too, is even stronger. And... um more effective. So now I'm teaching the second level of Holy Fire, Holy Fire 2. So um, I believe because I, I knew it was possible and I pursued it, that I was guided you know, in the right way to uh, be able to develop this, this higher frequency that Reiki. Right. Hmm, so, following your intuition. Yeah, in spirit. you got to love being inspired for sure. Yes. Yeah. So, what are what are you the the prerequisites for um, for the holy fire for holy fire? Yeah. Well, the holy fire um, basically it ha- what, what we've done is it's kind of uh, working with a sui reiki. So we call it a sui holy fire two reiki one reiki two and a sui a sui holy fire two art master, and then we have holy fire two karuna reiki. So uh, we kind of we combined it with the reiki we were practicing currently. And so the prerequisites for the beginning class are just wanting to be a healer. Anyone, you know, just like we were saying earlier, it's the same thing. Anyone can be a, a healer and take our beginning class, the Reiki 1 or 2, um, which is the Holy Fire version. And then uh, when they go on to be a teacher, then they would take that the Holy Fire version of that class as well, and then the Karuna also. So um, uh, if uh, a person already is a Reiki master of any lineage, they can come in and take our uh, a Sui Holy Fire 2 ART Master class, or they could go on and take the Holy Fire 2 Karuna class. So, um, okay, it's so, a similar yeah, system. Yeah, well, and I am I am one of your students as well, and I'm wondering, <laughs> so I, I don't need to, to wait this, the, uh, a period of time after receiving the Holy Fire uh, into the Karuna level. I can just go for, uh, I don't need to take uh, Sui Reiki, Holy Fire, I can just go right into no. the Karuna Holy Fire. Yeah, whatever level you're at, you can take the next highest level uh, in Holy Fire Reiki. So, um, yeah, you don't have to go back and take, you know, start from the beginning. You just, if you're, uh, like I say, level two, you can go in and take the Holy Fire Master, or if you're already a Master, you can take the Holy Fire Karuna. Okay. All right, and if you're a, a Karuna, if you have all the Masters in the Karuna, then you would again still take the Holy Fire Karuna. Yeah, you could take that, or you know, the way it works also, you could take the just the uh, uh, ART Master Holy Fire, and that would then qualify you to teach both the ART Master and the Karuna because you've already got the Karuna. And uh, we call our attunement ignition. They're a little different. It does the same thing as an attunement, but we just have a different name called an ignition. And the reason we call it an ignition is because the flame, the spiritual flame of the Holy Fire is actually ignited inside the student. And so it's an actual spiritual flame, and that most of the students can actually see it and certainly can feel it inside of themselves. We call them ignition. And so once you're able to do the ignitions at the master level, you also can do them at the Karuna level if you've already been a Karuna master. So just taking one class, and you can you know, teach all of them. Uh, also what happens is that your, your energy for level one and two is transformed into holy fire energy as well. So you've got one and two. If you take the master, having been a karuna, you can actually teach the whole thing as um, a holy fire master. Mm, okay. Thank you for clarifying that for me because I was curious. Uh, Boyd and I have been looking into it for a little while, and we had some questions about that. So that was very clear how you yeah. explained it. That's one more oh, quick good. question before we go for a break. Um, with um, uh, the placement, I was reading a little bit on on your website there. I'm trying to understand: can can this yes. be done at, at a distance, or is it, does it need to be hands on? Right now, it needs to be in person. And um, now, this is a new energy, and it's evolving and developing, and it does have a, a specific kind of effect. And so, at this point, uh, we are being guided that we can't do this. We should not do this at a distance. At right now, but uh, what we're getting is that eventually, 
and probably not too long from now, it would be able to be done at a distance. So um, now generally we have never taught at a distance. We always emphasize, you know, attunements should be done in person, but now with the Holy Fire, we're still doing that, but we're told that at some point in the future, the energy will get even stronger, and it could be taught at a distance. Okay. Hmm, very interesting. All right. Well, we're going to go to another break, and I just wanted to uh, let everybody know that uh, all the listeners, you can check out the website. We do have a spirit animal message posted on the blog, and uh, we also do have only... Uh, one week left here, I guess, to enter the draw for the the rose quartz crystal. So you want to check that out as well. Yeah, you can, it's a beauty. It is. And you can find that on the blog too. There's a link to Facebook. So we will see you on the other side of two minutes. Sundra Healing offers services at our location in Leduc, Alberta, as well as distant services worldwide. At our location, we offer Reiki therapy, massage therapy, chakra balancing, crystal healing, intuitive readings, third eye activation, and past life regression. Distance services include Reiki therapy, crystal grids for healing and manifestation, and intuitive readings. We also offer classes and workshops of all kinds, either at our location or at yours. Check out sunderhealing.com. Have you found your life has changed because of Reiki? We want to share your story. How has Reiki energy healed your life and the life of your loved ones? Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity to share your light with others. Your story is powerful, and it could forever change someone else's life in a positive way. For more details, visit the Your Story page of our website at sundrahealing.com. You could become a part of a book or be selected as a guest on Awakened Hearts. That's sunderhealing.com and click on your story. You are listening to Awakened Hearts. To call in and connect to Rebecca and Boyd Campbell on today's program, please call 1 866 472 5795. Again, that's 1 866 472 5795. You may also send an email to hello at sunderhealing.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. We are speaking today with William Lee Rand, and he has just been sharing about Holy Fire Reiki. Hi, William. Hi. So you were going to get into a little bit more uh, detail or depth related to the Holy Fire Reiki. Sure. Um. One of the things about Holy Fire Reiki that's really interesting is uh, if people are familiar with Reiki, then you know that uh, attunements are given. And the usual way, the traditional way of the attunement is the teacher actually gets up and stands and uh, goes behind the student and touches their shoulders and perhaps the head and just does various breathing exercises, touches the, the hands, slightly taps them, and ends up on the shoulders and does sort of a, a, a completion. And uh, with Holy Fire, we do something a little different. Uh, with Holy Fire, there's an understanding that actually the energy of the teacher can actually lower the vibration of the healing energy, that the teacher's ego or physical presence can mm-hmm. actually uh, get in the way wow. of that. And oh, so, that resonates. Uh, in order to, um, to preserve the highest frequency possible, what happens then is that uh, in Holy Fire, the teacher stays out of the equation and does not do the actual attunement or ignitions, as, they, as we call them. And so what happens with the ignitions or the placements is that the teacher will just uh, talk and do a short guided meditation to get the students going in the right direction, and then they stop talking. And then after that, the Holy Fire energy itself comes in, enters the student, and takes each student on an individual experience, and then attunes them uh, or ignites the flame inside of them, uh, depending upon what level they're taking. And so they often will have uh, very interesting, unique experiences that are just for them that have to do with healing and moving them forward on their spiritual path and uh, making changes deep within their being. So uh, it's unique in that way. So every student receives a unique, actual experience 
some people will have the uh, sort of vivid uh, inner um, experiences. Other people will often just be there sitting very quietly and peacefully. But then afterwards, they'll notice that their energy is uh, greatly enhanced and their, their healing energy has been uh, developed by the holy fire. And then also, there are other changes that take place. Uh, people go back and live their lives, and they find that uh, things they used to think about wanting to do but never did, now they do them. So um, uh, it helps push past the barriers of resistance to actually expanding our lives. And also we have confidence in going forward and actually doing a lot more with, um, with our lives. So the Holy Fire works on uh, several different levels. It purifies, so it uh, helps burn up toxins or release physical toxins from the body, but also spiritual, emotional, you know, mental energies that are toxic, helps to release those. And then it heals, so if there's any part of the body that has been damaged or is not functioning properly, it helps to heal the organs of the body, the tissues and so forth, and the psyche. And then also uh, it guides, so it helps uh, provide guidance for the person and knowing how to live their lives and even for specific details and how to do various things that uh, people are involved with. And then beyond that, it actually empowers. So not only does it guide, but it actually often gives the person the uh, energy, the psychological energy and even physical energy to do whatever they're being guided to do. So if it requires confidence and it's being centered and grounded, and then suddenly they feel themselves going into that state. And so they're empowered to do the things that the Holy Fighter is guiding them to do. So it's not like um, it's really difficult to be with the Holy Fighter. And so people find that they're becoming more successful and they're expanding their lives and they're getting a lot more done, and it's effortless. And so... Um, the Holy Fire is there to support us in, in living our lives in a way that's you know, happy and healthy and productive. Wow, it yeah. sounds amazing. Absolutely. So with, um, I'm just curious, uh, um, when a practitioner after receiving uh, the Holy Fire, is uh, are, are the Reiki sessions you do, um, are they the same? Do you use your hands? Uh, is yeah, there still a physical interaction? Same. Yeah, we, we take the same uh, hand positions that are normally taught, and um, we use, actually, at this time, we're using the Asui symbols. There's a, the um, no symbol in level one, of course, but level two has three. We're using those same three symbols, and then in what we call the advanced class, that's the master symbol, and then in the master, that would be the uh, holy fire symbol. So we, we combine the Asui symbols with the uh, holy fire, it was found that the Asui energy is compatible with Holy Fire, so that it can work together. And so that's how we've been teaching it in terms of um, the use of the Reiki symbol. So um, the way you practice it is similar to the way you would normally practice Reiki. Now, one okay. of the things that people have found, though, is that the Holy Fire sometimes uh, seems so powerful that uh, a person will hold the feet and then a flame, an actual spiritual flame, appears to surround the person's whole body. And so when that's going on, it feels as though that's all you need to do, and that flame is just encompassing the whole being of the person and healing them. Of course, this is a spiritual flame. It's not a, something you could probably take a photo of, but uh, people right. see it with their inner eye, and it, they feel it, you know. Yeah. And it's, you know, working to purify and heal and guide and power and so forth. So, uh, yeah, so sometimes that'll happen, and the person feels, well, they don't need to do all the hand positions because that flame is just encompassing the whole person. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I've experienced that with, with Karuna and with Yusui Reiki. They, you can see the energy as you're working, enveloping the whole person. I'm yeah. assuming it'd be very similar. Yes. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I'd be. Uh, I'm getting excited. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Yeah, we've been talking about the Holy Fire for a while, so it looks oh, like we're okay. we're being prompted. <laughs> ah. Okay. Now, William, are you? Do you still teach classes yourself? Oh, sure, I do, yeah. Okay, and is that kind of all over the place? You have just a schedule set up, or do you are you usually in one location? No, I teach in different places. Like right now, I'm in uh, Glens Falls, New York, and I'm teaching. And this is my day off. Yesterday I was teaching, and then tomorrow I start another class. I was teaching in Boston. Um, you know, I teach in Michigan. I teach on Maui. I teach in England. And, uh, you know, I've taught, I guess, in 18 countries around the world. And I'm, I'm still doing that. I love to teach. So 
Yep, still teaching. Yeah, I can relate. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Have you taught Holy Fire in uh, in um, Stonehenge yet? Yeah, I taught it there in uh, 2014 and 15, and then now I'm going to go back here and actually next week I leave for England. I bet you that was a powerful experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that really was. Yet, uh, you know, other dimensional. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, William, where do you uh, see? the future of Reiki going? Where is it headed? Well, you know, there are a lot of forces, you know, coming together all at the same time. And uh, I think they're all working to promote the acceptance of Reiki. Uh, we do have our uh, Center for Reiki Research, and we're beginning to do, you know, uh, studies that are validating that Reiki does exist in a scientific sense and that it does produce positive results. And so... Uh, one of the uh, weaknesses in the science uh, that's been done so far is the studies have been what are called pilot studies, so they're kind of small. And so science feels that well, it points in a direction, but it doesn't, you know, actually prove that something exists. So uh, we're going to be going to the large-scale study, and so uh, our, our center and other centers are going to be doing these larger-scale studies that will tend to prove that uh, actually the results are really there. When that happens, there's uh, a lot of people that have been kind of sitting on the fence with it and not wanting to go forward unless there's some kind of science to back it up. And so, uh, you know, a lot more people are going to become involved, including uh, major people probably in academia. Right now, some academics are, you know, kind of not really wanting to get involved with it. But I think once the science is there to prove it, that we're going to get a lot more people involved. And then on the other hand, too, with uh, the thing like the Holy Fire, these higher frequencies of Reiki are coming through, too. Now, one of the things I always suspected, and it's seeming to uh, prove itself out, is that you would say that Reiki comes from uh, the source, the higher power, God, whatever you want to call it, who, and when people think about that, they assume that that's infinite. And if that's the case, if it's infinite, then the energy is coming from something that's infinite. That means there's no limit. There's no limit to, you know, the good that can be done. And so uh, as we open up more, the, the quality of the Reiki energy is going to get stronger and stronger, more effective, and just the results themselves are going to convince people so that more and more people will get involved, more people will be studying it and using it. And uh, I think it's going to have a, a tremendous impact on, you know, the, the quality of life on the planet. Beautiful. <clears throat> Absolutely. We definitely see that, you know, every day already. Um, it's amazing. There is such a, a transition happening and so many people are just becoming so open to uh, Reiki and exploring the possibilities of, of what it can do for them. It's and, and from all different religions, which is so wonderful. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, William. Well, we are uh, we are coming up on our next break, and uh, I think here, um, yeah, we do a, a reading for the last segment. So I think what we'll do is, is there anything else that you wanted to uh, talk about that we didn't cover that you want to share with the listeners? I'll, I'll give you a, a couple minutes to do that, and then uh, then we're going to let you go, and you can get back to your day off. <laughs> oh, hey, thanks. Yeah, okay, good, sure. Well, I think, I think I'd like to say that Reiki is something that anyone can learn, and I think one of the amazing things about it is it is actually a gift, and it's not something that you gain the ability through years of practice, and because it's a gift, then that sort of opens the door and makes it easier for us to let go of the ego and kind of merge with the, the higher power, and so it uh, allows the spiritual path to unfold much more easily for people. Whereas if someone spent years and years and years of practice, it's easier for the ego then to take credit for that, and then that actually holds the person back. Whereas with Reiki, it's very apparent that it's a gift. So um, because of that, I think it is a spiritual path, and it helps us to move forward and to become um, more of who we could be. It helps us develop higher qualities of love and joy and peace and happiness and kindness. And uh, everything that's good for a person to have, it actually helps to develop those qualities within us. And so it helps us to make our lives, you know, much more enjoyable. And I believe there's, you know, possibilities for us to even go beyond what we can imagine, that there's an unlimited potential. 
And even uh, no matter how well people have lived in the past, it's possible for us to go beyond that. And I think that's nice. the direction we're going. Mm. And I think that actually we need to go in that direction, uh, considering the uh, technological development and the misuse that could uh, result in you know chaos and problems in the world from that. We need to have a, a population that is in a state of peace and joy and happiness in order Absolutely. for us to you know, survive. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I couldn't have said it better myself. (laughs) (laughs) Well, William, it was truly a pleasure to have you on the show today. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you so very much. Thank you very much. Yeah, I enjoyed being here. Yeah, and for our listeners, you can uh, contact William and get all of his information and check out everything he is up to at his website, reiki.org, R-E-I-K-I dot O-R-G. And William, you have a wonderful day off. Oh, thank you. Hey, thank you. Uh, you maybe, maybe someday in the future here we'll have you up here we'll do a, doing a Holy Fire class out of Sunder. That would be awesome. <laughs> well, that'd be great, yeah. That'd be amazing. <laughs> okay, wonderful. Well, we will talk to you later. And for all our listeners, uh, we're going to go to a break. We'll see you on the other side of two minutes, and we will have a reading for the week. Sunder Healing offers services at our location in Leduc, Alberta, as well as distant services worldwide. At our location, we offer Reiki therapy, massage therapy, chakra balancing, crystal healing, intuitive readings, third eye activation, and past life regression. Distant services include Reiki therapy, crystal grids for healing and manifestation, and intuitive readings. We also offer classes and workshops of all kinds, either at our location or at yours. Check out sunderhealing.com. Have you found your life has changed because of Reiki? We want to share your story. How has Reiki energy healed your life and the life of your loved ones? Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity to share your light with others. Your story is powerful, and it could forever change someone else's life in a positive way. For more details, visit the Your Story page of our website at sundrahealing.com. You could become a part of a book or be selected as a guest on Awakened Hearts. That's sunderhealing.com and click on Your Story. You are listening to Awakened Hearts. To call in and connect to Rebecca and Boyd Campbell on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to hello at sunderhealing.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Uh, We just had William, and he has uh, now gone to enjoy his day off. And so we're going to finish up today with a reading for the week, what we can all be aware of, uh, looking forward to, and planning for for the upcoming week. So Boyd has pulled a few cards out here. Yeah, I'll get you to pull one out of there as well. <clears throat> this looks like um, with all the planets and stuff that have been uh, creating a little bit of havoc in our lives. Uh, as we come out of this, there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of growth, a lot of harmony, a lot of stuff around relationships is happening here right now. Um, spiritual unions, people who if there's been um, some separation and that kind of stuff going on in your life. Uh, it is time uh, that uh, you're going to be able to find that special partner, soulmates, a lot of spiritual unity, spiritual union is going on here as well. Um, and is that even uh, uh, non, non-spousal non as well? Absolutely. Spiritual unity with, with yeah. many of the people in our lives. Yeah, for sure. Uh, there's a time to, to um, express yourself, follow your heart, do a lot of what you... Um, uh, what what your spirit wants to do the uh, possibilities that are in front of you uh, make sure you're looking not with tunnel vision but um, take a take an, I don't know how else to put it but look around you uh, take off your glasses take off the, the focus and just stop and, and have a look around you there's possibilities around you that you're missing right now 
Um, and they, they'll lead to some, some very good success in your life. This is, has to do with, uh, work, relationships, whatever it may be. Once, once, uh, Mercury gets out of retrograde here, it's going to really, really go forward for you. Do you have anything to add to that? Hmm. Uh, well, just when you were talking about stepping back for a moment, um, you know, looking around you. So that's, you know, not, not looking with just your eyes the way that we talk about looking, but actually looking with your heart and uh, you're in, following your intuition and uh, taking a little bit of time to just connect with yourself, with your higher self, and to draw yourself away from the distractions to make sure that you're not missing all of the opportunities that are coming through. There's so many amazing opportunities coming uh, being offered to all of us right now. And all we have to do is be ready and willing to recognize them. Uh, this is a time where you can literally do anything that you want and go after what you want. And so it's a time to get ready to take action. Yeah, for sure. And as you're, as you're doing that, um, as you're looking around for these opportunities and you're following your, your, your inspiration, and this is not always all about just receiving. Um, when you're looking around and you're being guided to this, make sure you're giving as well. Uh, you're giving as you're giving, that energy is going to come back to you. Uh, that's one of the things that would really um, help a person. Um, that gift that we're talking about here might be just something that they're waiting for from you. Uh, yeah, any, yeah, the opportunities, uh, we never want to miss an opportunity to. Uh, to give an act of kindness and to be of service to others. And when we are of service to others, the universe asks how it can be of service to us. So it's really, uh, we're all one and we're all connected and we need to focus on that. Um, if you have any other comments, Boyd, and then we're going to go to close. Yeah, I'm it's important for for you to uh, the next few days really pay attention to to your intuition to that little voice inside of you. Uh, if there's guidance coming through, listen to it. Yeah, perfect. So we want to thank you all for listening with us today, and. Uh, We want you to join us next week at the same time and the same place. We will be exploring another amazing topic that will deepen all of our connection with spirit. From our hearts to yours, namaste. Thank you for tuning in this week to Awakened Hearts. Please join your hosts, Rebecca and Boyd Campbell, again next Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until our next show, have an enlightened week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.